Hey friends, Mike Myers here with the Songwriting for Guitar podcast, episode number 39, The Golden Corral Practicer. Now, before we get into this week's episode, we need your help, because if you've been enjoying this podcast, and we know a lot of you have, and you haven't written a review on Apple Podcasts yet, can you just pause for a second, head on over there, write a review, talk about your favorite episodes, some of the things you've been taking away from listening to this, and leave us a five-star review, because believe me... Every single review matters and helps. It helps bring notoriety to what we're doing and it helps us attract even more guests. So remember, just go to Apple Podcasts, write a review, give us five stars. Believe me, we are going to be super grateful for that. It was super fascinating. Recently, I did a poll of new folks that have entered my songwriting for guitar world. And 82% of people who are looking for guitar advice, they tell me they have trouble concentrating while practicing. They, they just can't focus. And it made me think of this analogy. Put it this way. Have you ever been to the Golden Corral? It's a buffet where you can get whatever you want. Mashed potatoes, lasagna, shrimp, Mexican. It sounds great until you leave after eating all of that and your intestines are knots. Now, for some of you listening, this might be your practice routine. You might be a Golden Corral practicer. There's so much to eat there. It's, it's crazy to me because they, they just rush through with their plate and they fill it up until there's no room left. They leave with a stomach ache and don't want to ever look at a buffet again until you forget the experience and then you just repeat the process again. It's the same thing with people that do this sort of practice routine. You choose a little of this, a little of that. They rush through random stuff that pops in their head. And I mean, this concept, it just turns my stomach in knots. Not only as someone who just can't eat that food as a vegan, but as someone who sees people running around in circles, not reaching their guitar goals, it drives me insane. Personally, I feel so much better when I decide to just enjoy one thing that was made especially for me. Like when I'm in Nashville, I love the Sunflower Cafe. Seriously, the best vegan and vegetarian restaurant like ever. Luckily, the Cold Corral in my town, ironically, has closed down. And you know what? That's what we can do with this habit. So before you practice, look at a menu that you've set out for yourself. What is it that specifically you want to get better at? Write it down. Plan it out. Listen back to the last song you recorded. Think about where can I improve? You know, for some of you, it may be like, oh, you know what? I got to go to the E minor pentatonic with the metronome at 76 BPM and work on my strumming of that verse of my new song. And that is it. If you don't know what your overarching goal is, don't just jump in and start practicing. First, you need to backtrack for clarity and practice. Start with specifically focusing on what is the ultimate goal. Take the time to sit down and think about that. And for a lot of you, that means you have to get quiet. Get a journal and physically write out what you would love to see happen. Don't explain it. Don't think about it. Just write it down. You don't have to go into great detail, uh, but just write out some of those big goals because you can always backtrack because from there, that is where you're going to gain clarity. So ask yourself, where do you want to be? Do you want to be a session guitarist? If you do, that's awesome. But take an honest look at how you are right now with the metronome. Is your timing incredibly off or are you always on point? 
Do you want to perform all the time? Do you have strong strumming patterns? Can you create variants in your verses and your choruses? Are you able to replicate the feels of your studio songs really well? The clarity piece really starts getting specific with what you want to do. Unfortunately, this is where a lot of people feel they're limiting themselves. But if you start thinking this way, you'll gain a better understanding of what you're looking for. In the end, too, you're going to have a more consistent habit. Yes, you want to be a great songwriter. That's awesome. Amazing. But for who? Yourself? Others? What does this genre look like? What's the style? What are you writing? What are you performing? You see, there's so many pieces. And once you start to focus on one specific aspect consistently for 20 minutes, five times a week, then you can build from there. Think of it this way. We're building up practice calluses. Remember when you started guitar and your fingers didn't feel great? It's a similar thing right now. This is what practice feels like at first. It's uncomfortable, but it's why it's so important we do it in small bits. After a few weeks, I see so many students that have progressed. And that's when you can start to increase your practices 25 minutes and maybe you do that five times a week and you start seeing progress. The real grit is starting to change your habit and being patient with yourself, which I know can be difficult. There are so many things that we want to do. We want to climb there. We want to get there faster. But the ones that get there, the ones that get the shit done, the ones that are constantly showing up and getting better over time, they realize this practice and they stay consistent with it. They've got those practice calluses developed and that's what you need to do. So my challenge to you right now, if you're listening to this and you're like, Mike, this is me, what do I do? Right now, you have to pick one thing that you're going to work on 15 minutes, at least four times a week. For some of you, it's going to be strumming. For some of you, you want to practice with a metronome. Maybe you want to understand more chord voicings. Guess what? I got a lot of free content too that you can go to songwritingforguitar.com that you can start throwing and giving yourself guidance in your practice routines. And remember, if you start this practice and you miss a day, don't skip after that. Don't pause and think, oh, I'll start next week. Just pick up the next day. You can always start again. Because believe me, I had to start many times before it became a habit. Listen, habits are built over time. These things don't happen overnight. So let me be this one person that is telling you right now that you can kick ass. You can absolutely have effective practices that work towards the goals, the things that you want to do, but you have to spell them out and get specific and you have to start at step one, not step 37, but step one and step one starts with one thing at a time. Now, a good chunk of you know that I do a lot of music for television and sync licensing. And the question that I get asked the most, what's a syncable song? How do you create something that fits a scene perfectly that has yet to be written, has yet to be cast? So my good friend Heather Evans and I, we sat down and we did a mini course called Made for TV. In this mini course, we walk through the song that we co-wrote together, Flame in the Night. And I walk you through the production as well, why I did what I did. I demystify this process and explain to you why this works. So these are things that you can keep in mind when you start comprising your own songs for television. All you have to do is go to songrangforguitar.com, scroll all the way down, and you will see Made for TV mini course that you can jump in 
And that does it for this week's episode. It was edited and produced by Chris Vivalius. I'm Mike Myers. Thanks for listening.